and welcome to Mostly Rational, a podcast in which we answer your questions in a way that is rational. Asia. Yes? Asia, stop. I'm helping. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Why? How is that I'm helping? setting the mood. It's May 4th. What's... Oh, okay. All right. Continue. Okay, stop. Stop. If you want to get dinged by copyright, that's all we can do. Alright. Anyway, we're here to answer some questions, but all Star Wars questions. I'm Tawny Sanchez. I'm Asia Sanchez. And today we have a guest. I'm Shane Diamond. Yep. Doesn't that name sound fake? He's our friend in the diamond business. (laughs) Shine like a diamond. (laughs) He's also our brother-in-law. Yes. And he's here to assist us with his abundant Star Wars knowledge. And, it and is make abundant. fun of us and our lack of Star Wars knowledge. Yeah, why don't you tell us what um, the main thing was that you got out of our last Star Wars episode? <laughs> our first Star Wars episode. Our first Star I Wars learned episode. of a new character in the Rogue One movie, K2SO. Mm-hmm. I never saw that one. I don't know how it got past me. Well, Here, The entire time I was so focused on K2SO... I missed out on seeing K2SO. That'll yeah. teach you Thank to pay you. attention. Yeah, it's yeah. better character. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you missed that. I know, it's my bad. <laughs> I do think it's pretty funny that I said K2SO without noticing that whole time. That'll go in our blooper reel, our conversation about you saying that. <laughs> well, there's no reason. Don't hold back. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've already heard, though, everything, all your feelings on that topic. <laughs> well covered. We have a lot of questions today, so we should probably just get right into it. Yeah, let's let's just let's just let's just go. Why can't I talk? All right. <laughs> the first question, Asia, what color lightsaber would you have? Yellow. Interesting. Next. That was a very fast response. Green, <laughs> obviously. Cheyenne? Purple. Okay. You say that like we should know, but We should. I say, like, you should know green, obviously, for me, but... Yeah, that's true, but that's because I know your history with the color green, like that time you wore green to every single day of eighth grade. Someone dared me. Yellow I chose because I took a Star Wars, which color would your lightsaber be test, and I agreed with the results, and I was like, yeah, that sounds like me, so yellow. Mm, I did not agree with my results. <laughs> What'd you get, what red? Your results? Orange. No, red would have been way better. Orange. (laughs) I can't decide what I want, so I'm going to be in the middle. Mm. I, like, didn't even think of yellow as an option, I think. So I was like, ooh, that's not even what I was thinking of. So I'll accept it. (laughs) Yellow's yellow's pretty good. It's like gold. I just re-looked up what a yellow one means. Yellow is a Jedi who honed his or her skills in a balance of combat and scholarly pursuits. And I still stand by that one. That is my that is my color. What if you put an energizer battery in your lightsaber? <laughs> Not quite it would the just same. it would be a bunny that comes out. <laughs> I was gonna say maybe like, it would be like, be like pink. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, next question. Who is your favorite clone? Not even a contest. Immediately tech. Immediately tech. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's been a while since I've watched Clone Wars, and I really was not watching this. I honestly, I kind of hate all of them. Clone Wars okay, is okay, not so the here's, one. 
No, here's your problem. You are solely on Clone Wars? Mm -hmm. No. Have you watched Batch 99? No. Oh, you Bad are missing batch. out. Bad Batch. <laughs> no, I haven't watched Bad Batch. Yeah, that's oh, um, that's where I my tech love comes from. <laughs> mm -hmm. I see. I see. Well, um, Rex. maybe next May the Fourth, I'll good. have I'll have watched enough Star Wars content someday, to be able to keep up. Someday oh, on exactly maybe our tenth annual next. Star Wars episode, Tawny will have consumed some Star Wars media. <laughs> exactly. So everyone pay attention. Write down your questions. We want to just grill her <laughs> on the Bad Batch next year, okay? The thing is, Theme. even if I watch it, I will forget. Like, well, you have to study for the episode, for the, I don't, for the podcast. I'm just so bad at remembering names. You would remember Tech. And it, no, I do remember Tech, vaguely. I remember that he exists, <laughs> <laughs> but that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember the names of the other ones. Uh, Rex, yeah. What what are the other ones? Rex. Um, oh, man. Hunter. Hunter, yes. Is the leader. But I'm trying to remember the sniper. Yeah. I'm like, it's probably just sniper. <laughs> no. I know. <laughs> Something to do with his eye. Sniper. No. Probably cross bullseye. Cr cross eye. Is it no, crosshair? Crosshair. There we go. And what's the what's the big bun's name? The big bun's name? The big one's name. <laughs> I was going to say, that's Leia. <laughs> Leia is not a clone, although she is a twin, and that's kind of a clone. Not really, when you're fraternal. <sighs> Did you answer what your favorite Yeah, I said Rex. Oh, okay, all right. Cool. When you were busy defending your lack of Star Wars knowledge. I wasn't defending oh, it. Wrecker. Wrecker. A hint from our peanut gallery. Wrecker. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, peanut gallery. See, I'm glad. Me and Tanya, we're going to rewatch all of these. Yeah, I'm glad you're <laughs> there to force her. We've been rewatching a lot of Star Wars and catching up. I finally finished Mandalorian and. Book of Boba Fett. I really hate that you're watching those before finishing Clone Wars. I, you know, I never really... finished Clone Wars. <laughs> Shane, halfway... what the heck? <laughs> halfway that... through the last season and I didn't finish. <laughs> yeah, I could not get through that. It I'm was not... so childish. I'm not going to lie. Part of me doesn't want to finish just because it's so irritating to you, Asia. It's so irritating <laughs> to me. It's I can't even explain how irritating it is that you guys continue to consume further media that directly relates to the to Clone Wars and Rebels without watching okay. Clone Wars and Rebels. It's okay because they filled it with so much blank episodes. I went and took a list of the important episodes to watch. All the Darth Maul ones, just in case you were wondering. No. I have... <laughs> I feel like I've seen most of what people told me were like important arcs, you know? I was I was told don't even bother watching most of it, just watch certain arcs. No. The last ser the last season is what I was told most important. That's true. And it's the most enjoyable season, I think. But that's not the point cuz you haven't even watched it. I can't. All right. Anyway, next question. I don't even want to make this episode anymore. <laughs> Philistines, absolute Philistines. Asia, would you like to ask the next question? It's just really funny to me. Asia. 
that when we first made Star Wars episodes, I had not seen Clone Wars. And Brandon, our guest, was like all pro Clone Wars. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Maybe I'll watch it someday. And now I'm like, fine. Next question. Um, What is your favorite Star Wars pairing, romantic and or platonic? My Star Wars OTP is Obatine and bro TP is Ahsoka and Rex. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took me a second to realize what you meant by Obedine. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, it's their ship name. Gotcha. Obi and Satine. I would not have gone that. <laughs> I know, because you don't watch Clone Wars. I did. <laughs> I did. Well, now that you said it, I know who you're talking about, but I'm just like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just, it doesn't stick in my memory well enough. Even when I do watch it, I'm just like, oh, yeah. Huh. Interesting romantic i probably gotta go with those two characters in rebels whose names i forget right now either that or me and general thrawn (laughs) (laughs) wait or admiral is he an admiral admiral thrawn grand admiral grand admiral thrawn those are the only two (laughs) and i i i like uh, ahsoka in a bro tp too but um i i think i prefer her, her, her bro tp with anakin even though it's tragic so i'm gonna pull a really old one out i'm struggling to remember the girl's name but the story of revan with his wife who is a jedi don't know it but i'm sure you just made some nerds day <laughs> yes Bastilla. oh my gosh thank you peanut gallery yeah. thank you <laughs> It's just an epic story. If you get a chance to read the Book of Revan, I mean, wow. Oh, um, yes. Peanut Gallery has also supplied me with my romantic pairing names, which is Kanan and Hera. I forgot, but yes, um, I love that couple. And I can't even talk about it because you guys haven't watched it. Okay. Yes, I have. (laughs) You have. Tawny hasn't. (laughs) That's been out like two years. She's forsaken all (laughs) spoilers. No, I can't. It's okay if you say it. I'll forget about it anyway. No. It's true. You won't forget this if we tell you what happens. You won't forget. It'll stick in your mind like a peanut. I can't stop saying (laughs) peanut. (laughs) It'll stick in your mind like a peanut in your diverticulitis intestine. (laughs) I was going to say tooth, and then it turned into intestines. My brain is not good lately, you guys. I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wait, we're still... Tawny, did you say? Um, no, because I... I can never think of names, and I can't think of things on the spot, and I'm just like... I know yours. Yours is... What? Mine's what? Tawny's is herself with K2, so... Yes, I said it like that on purpose. <laughs> I feel like mine would have been uh, um, myself with Poe, but only in episode seven. And then after that, I hate him. <laughs> Aww. It was a short relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's too stubborn. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's Raylo, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> I remember saying that in one of our previous episodes that I was for their relationship. Rewatching all the three episodes at once, I'm like, I don't, I don't know anymore because I'm just like, did she forget that like he murdered his father, <laughs> or is that just okay in this universe? <laughs> like, but still, kind of by the end where they're like together, dying together, I'm like, you know, I still kind of ship it just a little bit. I don't know why. I just, 
I think at that point, because it's like you see his character turn around, and I love that. That's like my favorite thing, is just like the long-standing bad guy actually like turning around and doing something good. Love that. I'm still mad that his force ghost wasn't there at the end. Yeah. <laughs> All right, peanut gallery. <laughs> ben Solo had been manipulated since he was in the womb, so we forgive him. <laughs> She's the peanut gallery speaks for us all. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just I do feel like he had some good reasons for being a little bit of a rebel, you know, because he was only Ironic. he thought he was going to be murdered by his uncle, and that could definitely offend somebody. <laughs> <laughs> if I became a maniacal murderer every time I thought someone was going to kill me. <laughs> You'd be dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's keep moving. We have a lot of questions. Do you think Ben Solo deserves a softer epilogue? Elaborate, please. Okay, well, yes. And I just I just elaborated. <laughs> That's true. That's true. What is your favorite era of Star Wars? Oh, boy. Shan, would you like to go first? <sighs> I forgot that we were asking Shan questions. <laughs> I don't I don't know if it's my favorite or just what we want to see more of cuz right now we're kind of filling in the gaps and that's been really cool. So I kind of like the idea of the pre-High Republic. So before episode 1 and filling in those gaps, I feel like is really cool to see what developed, how it came about. And some of the new shows coming out might just uh, fill that in. So I'm kind of excited for that. Cool. I, for one, am not in favor of any era of Star Wars. I I would prefer Star Peace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to kick you out of this Zoom meeting right now. <laughs> this is my podcast, Tony. <laughs> the this Star Wars podcast. beauty pageant. And what would you go for? I she was on alderaan we will miss her so i have still yet to see a single star even fight in these star wars (laughs) i think we need to pause for just a minute (laughs) let's go to the cantina let's go to the cantina let's go to the cantina to get ourselves a treat star peace (laughs) <laughs> when <laughs> coming to a galaxy near you I think my favorite era like I, I don't know I really really liked the second season of the Mandalorian and I like that era in particular because I like how mysterious the Jedi are or like how they're just kind of legend at that point and when people actually see a Jedi they're just like what you know, they're not well-known or anything. It's more just they're like the myth, a myth. And I I like that. I don't no, think good. I have a favorite era. Probably my least favorite era would be during all of the New Republic Palpatine stuff. Just because there is not enough of a mystery. Like that kind of mystery surrounding the Jedi. So like the Jedi are just super incorporated into society. But I don't like how they're incorporated into society. So it's just overall kind of not fun. Like, bores me and stresses me out at the same time. 
I don't really know how to explain. But I would like to have more Old Republic info or even before that. But I also do really like a lot of the new stuff coming out, too. Like all that immediately post-Empire stuff. It's a good time. And plenty more coming. Mm -hmm. So exciting times. I'm so excited for Obi-Wan Kenobi. You sound so excited. (laughs) (laughs) I am, though. Oh, man. I keep forgetting about that, and then I get excited again. We got a very short amount of time Before I have to get my Disney Plus subscription up and running again. Exactly. (laughs) Well, you could, I mean, if you don't mind being behind the times, you could, like, wait a month for, like, a couple episodes to come out. Disney knows what they're doing, getting those all on Disney Plus. Like, that's got to be a huge chunk of the people who have disney plus is just for those shows shay in this next question i think only you can answer if you can new canon star wars book recommendations wait what new i don't think that's a question asia this is just a list oh never mind sorry i thought that was a question (laughs) no well do you have any (laughs) uh i'm not sure what new canon would refer to but just book recommendations. I've already talked about Revan, and I haven't finished that entire trilogy yet, but I've started on the Thrawn trilogy, mm-hmm. and it's already just wow. So I really am new to the book scene because um, I want to fill in these gaps, mm-hmm. but so far they have been amazing. Speaking of Thrawn... The next question comes from Brandon, and he asks, if you could be the nemesis of one Star Wars character, who would it be? Now, you would think I wouldn't want mine to be Thrawn because I like him, but I do want it to be Thrawn because of the famous and ever-popular enemies-to-lover trope. (laughs) (laughs) Which, of course, we would fall into. (laughs) Obviously. That's how it would go. <laughs> I see uh, cheers of agreement from the peanut gallery. <laughs> I, I don't think that those cheers of I'm agreement were them first as agreement. I'm taking them as agreement. <laughs> <laughs> they were for the books and the books only, which I still have sitting that I need to read. Cheyenne, which oh, uh, nemesis? So wait, which nemesis? If you, Do I want against me? No, if you could be the nemesis of one Star Wars character, Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar versus Jar Jar. So if I could be his nemesis. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Honestly, the thought of being able to take out Kylo Ren brings me much joy. <laughs> like. <laughs> Let's do this right. You know, I was kind of thinking Let's the same squish thing. You. <laughs> and I, I'm not even saying I'm going to be a Jedi. I'm just going to be the actual Sith that is like, what in the world are you doing? I'm just going to crush you now and take over your entire <laughs> empire that you have just totally ran into the ground. Like, mm. wow. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Did you ever, Asia, did you ever um, see the, the emo Kylo Ren Twitter account? I think I follow it. Oh, is it still going? <laughs> no, I haven't seen anything from it in a while. Uh, that was just one of the best Twitter accounts to mm-hmm. pop up. <laughs> My new nemesis choice is Luke. Um, no, <laughs> Asia, that was mine. <laughs> oh, okay, continue. Enemies to lovers, I presume. Just no. <laughs> that was my I reason. I just find him annoying as heck. <laughs> and I, 
that's that's a bug I want to squish. Okay, so. you guys are choosing very powerful characters that you do not intend to become enemies to lovers with. If you actually <laughs> want a character that you can kill, then you're choosing the wrong characters. I'm going to choose like some 110 year old old man on a distant planet. I don't think that Shayan wants the enemies to lovers trope with Kylo Ren. I'm just saying, choose an old man on Alderaan on a very specific day. <laughs> Problem solved. You just sat and watched? Mm-hmm. <laughs> See. Good now time. I get to live out my days in star peace. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I'm going to stick with Luke as my answer. I was going to change it, and I just, I just, I don't like Luke. There's nothing about him I like, so mm -hmm. I'm just going to, you know, kill that. You ever play in one of my Star Wars RPGs, you might just be a very happy person. <laughs> okay, the thing is about this is that now Tawny is my Star Wars nemesis because <laughs> she killed the my baby Luke. Everything's right in the world. <laughs> You guys keep trying to kill all my babies. Stop it. Okay, so we're now entering the Aston era, the Ask and Aston era of Star Wars podcasts, mm -hmm. because he yeah, sent in a bunch of questions. Aston asks a very obvious question. Who would win in a fight, Data or C-3PO? Also, who would actually be a good matchup against Data? The first half <laughs> is very obvious. I think that's why he asked who would actually be a good matchup. I know, he answered his own question. <laughs> so after Data's killed C-3PO. Now who? <laughs> what challenge him? Uh, yeah, Data would um, just wipe the floor with C-3PO very easily. A good matchup within Star Wars, the Star Wars universe for Data. K2SL? I don't know oh. who that is, Tawny. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm sorry. K2 So. Oh. Beloved character. <laughs> if you know anything about, like, the end of the Mandalorians and when they sent the K2SOs to finish them off, I mean, that's that's a big challenge. <laughs> it's a hefty robot. Yeah. I guess. Um, HK47. Come on, now. Data's so strong and smart. It wouldn't matter. HK just like, bam, you're done. Meat bag. That's <laughs> how he talks. He's only half meat bag, though. <laughs> uh, I guess. <laughs> HK wouldn't take time to find I out. I don't know, man. I guess we just have to have a Star Wars Star Trek crossover to see. No, please. Yes. <laughs> First of all, I'm pretty sure it's been done. I think there was a comic book. No, no, no. I'm thinking of um, thinking of Doctor Who. But still, <laughs> I'm sure someone's done. <laughs> there was a Doctor Who Star Trek crossover. I need to read. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just wouldn't underestimate Data. Do you know how many times he saved the Enterprise? So many times. Nope. He's always thinking ahead, man. <laughs> Data versus Dalek. Data he would win. Gallery strikes again. Yeah, I think Data would win in that situation. Against one smart. Dalek? Yeah. I, I bet he could beat all the Daleks. He's he's smart. <gasps> Data for new doctor. I'm saying it right now. <laughs> Let's get Brent Spiner in on this. All right, next question. Why am I not on this episode? Am I banned from the show because I said hurtful things, including, but not limited to, mouth noises? The mouth noises being referred to being Tawny's Invisalign braces. 
The thing is, I can hear right now on the mic, the mouth noises are still happening. It's are just, you wearing them? Take them out! I'm not wearing them. Oh. It's just my mouth. Like <laughs> It makes noises. Maybe you shouldn't be a podcaster. Open your mouth when you talk. I'm going to be mom right now. Brandon, really? Do you want to be on every episode? It's or do Aston. You want- oh. Aston. These are now Aston questions. We only oh, have one man. Brandon question. You guys lost me. Where's my list? <laughs> yeah, we're um, in the Ask and Aston era. Sorry um, about that. But you were going to say something. Does it not apply to Aston? I do not remember if Aston has been on this. He has. Unlike Brandon. Which, oh. Different Brandons. Oh. Yeah. Brandon was, I mean, sorry, Aston was on an episode a long time ago called Ask and Aston, which is why I keep saying that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But that was a long time ago. We've had a lot of non-Aston episodes in the interim. However, Aston is our primary listener who has, um, let's say, constructive criticisms after our episodes. Every single episode. (laughs) And one of the most recent criticisms was that he could hear Tawny's braces. (laughs) And (laughs) so Tawny told me, hey, did you see what Aston said about our last episode? And I said, something hurtful, I bet. And he, she said it was about her mouth noises from her braces. And I was just happy that it wasn't about my editing for once, because that's <laughs> usually what it's about. <laughs> or our sound quality, which I, I, I started listening to an older segment earlier from some years ago, and our sound quality has improved, so maybe the criticism was constructive after all. <laughs> I mean, I didn't need him to tell me that the sound was bad. I knew that the sound was bad. It was just that we didn't have the proper equipment or money to get the proper equipment. That is before. true. Um, I get, but I, it did motivate me to learn a little bit more about post-audio editing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but the real reason Aston is not on this episode is because he doesn't have quite as much knowledge about Star Wars, and we it's easier, since Shane is here, has the knowledge, and we can share this microphone. <laughs> Very practical reasons. Yes. Yeah, also, you it. heard our feelings. Yes. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> and we hate you, so. <laughs> this is retribution. <laughs> to our most loyal listener. <laughs> what up? Our next question from Aston says, if you had to write fan fiction about any two characters, who and what would they do? Any Star Wars characters or just any characters? It was a dark and stormy night. Admiral Thrawn was feeling lonely. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. We're not writing those kind of books. I'm sorry. (laughs) It could be very innocent, Shane. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) On a dark and stormy night. (laughs) Well, he's on on Camino. Makes sense. (laughs) I mean, how many stories haven't been written yet? There's so many out there. How many are missing a story? I don't know. This is fan fiction, though. You could take the ones that have already gotten a story. The Adventures of R2-D2 and BB-8. I mean... I read it. (laughs) Okay, okay, fine. If this is fan fiction, I'm going to fix Maul. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, in canon, Maul can't beat the emperor and all that it would just mess everything up and so i just i did not like the way it played out 
Mm-hmm. You know, the very ending for Maul was good. I like the way he dies in the end, but which Tawny doesn't know yet, does she? No, which is why I'm not saying anymore. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm just saying his death was well done, but the middle story. And so, if I was going to take a fan fiction, let him win. Let his hate and everything like just burst out, and all of a sudden, this whole alternate universe, you know. And he took over and beat the Sith for the Jedi. That would be pretty cool. I would write a fiction that just fills in a little gap that would help me suspend my disbelief where a lone Frenchman somehow gets stranded on the planet Darth Maul comes from and convinces them all that he he is an authority figure Dathomir, thank you, Peanut Gallery. And he starts giving them the most ridiculous names and tells them that they all mean different things, but really he's just naming them bad words with a French accent. And that's why they have all these silly names like Maul and Oppress and Sauvage, etc. And then I could ignore that from now on. Wow. Yes. That is just like a number one seller waiting to happen. <laughs> He's from Tatooine. <laughs> Tatooine. <laughs> Yikes. <sighs> that is, oh man, the cringe, the cringe. <laughs> There's no way I would be able to write Star Wars fi- fan fiction um, unless it was just hinged around a stupid joke like that. I would only write comedy fan fiction. Comedy's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. You could do a piece on Lando. Lando Lakes. Rayla Roman Holiday AU. <laughs> Thank you, Peanut Gallery. Oh, Is that all we have for fan fiction right now? I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't wanna I don't wanna say anything because like what if I write it? You're not going oh, to. Do it. Do it. No, tell us we can be in suspense for the next twenty years. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it would spoil my um, pen name if anyone ever saw it because they know who who it's from. I am intrigued by our next question. So we have to move along. Okay. Our next question is why haven't there been references to Earth in any of the mainline Star Wars stories? What does he mean mainline? Have there been references to Earth in other Star Wars stories? Not that I remember. Because to me the answer seems pretty obvious um it happened a long time ago in a galaxy far far away (laughs) like earth could still have dinosaurs on it for all we know and also the galaxy was real far away like if you know anything about (laughs) trying to detect planets in our own galaxy let alone a different galaxy and a galaxy that's particularly far away That's impossible with the technology we have. And it seems like it would still be pretty difficult even with Star Wars technology. (laughs) Yeah, you look at uh, some of the rule sets they use for traveling and it takes time for them to get through their galaxy, you know. And so if you're going from core, mid rim, outer rim, you know, you're looking at charted routes. You know, they've already been discovered that you have to punch in the computer and it still could take a week, two weeks. And 
that's after many years of charting everything. So how much time would it take to keep charting more and more and more? How many accidents, lives you've lost? Mm -hmm. It would take some time. Also, if the Earth is supposed to exist in the same universe, I guess it is galaxy far away a long time ago. That would bring up the whole question of the Force. Is this something like local to their galaxy or does it somehow get destroyed along the way before we exist? I mean, if they included Earth in the movies, I think the Force would still exist. But why then? Where is it? But this is a fictional story. No, We're not it's in real. Star Wars now. <laughs> the premise is it's in a galaxy, uh, a time in reality that was a long time ago and far away. That's the premise. Far away from where? Here, where we live. Long ago from... When? Now. Where we live. I can't use the force. I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> and if I can't use it, no one can. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Just something to think about. Next question. <laughs> okay. The next question we have. What's your favorite Star Wars curse? A.K.A. Dink, Varric, Bantha, Poodoo, Scruffy, Looking, Nerfer. None of those. <laughs> There's, there's only one that I've actually used in real life and see myself using in the future, which is Carablast. Mm. It's it's pretty satisfying. I like Buckethead. <laughs> Buckethead. Because it reminds me of Spaceballs. Buckethead just sounds like something you could have made up without Star Wars even existing. I know. That's kind of why I like it. I Peanut mean, Gallery says Sleemo. That's pretty good. Subtly nerdy. Yeah. There's something very 80s about Sleemo. You know what I mean? Shane? I don't remember all of them. You know, that's a that's a big list hidden amongst many movies. Is it? Hold on, I'm Googling it. I mean, there's got to be quite a few that they put in there that maybe people just don't always catch. But, uh, that's a wizard, Annie. <laughs> I mean, I, will never I forgive always like scruffy looking nerd herder, nerf herder. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. Gosh, scruffy looking nerf herder. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know what a nerf herder is. Like, what's a nerf? It's just a little creature. Blue skin? That's just racist. Yeah. Some of them weren't great. <laughs> Krong. Chuby. Chuby. <laughs> I feel like we can't even say some of these. Yeah. I feel like you're going to have to bleep us out. Um, mm. Crink. Where's that crinking thing? Yeah. Krong. Don't krong this up. Dosh. That's just too hard to say. Druck. How are there so many? It's just fun to do. We got an alternate universe. Laser brain. Did I say Kara Blast earlier? I meant Kara Yes. Blast. I know. I was like, oh, But the I thing is, I, I was afraid I would be confused when I said that because Kara Blast is a Pokemon and I get the two words mixed up. It's why are they so similar? Because they're two different universes. People are going to lambast me for those five <laughs> minutes before I correct myself. Okay, we have one last question from Aston. He asks, if you could write your own Star Wars story, single movie, not trilogy, what would that look like? Sorry, I just got to say one more. Moof milker. Okay. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Own Star Wars story, single movie. I mean, didn't we kind of answer this with the fan fiction? Yes, but now I have another thing that hasn't been done. I want to okay. see Mandalorian Wars. Mandalorian Wars. Mandalorian. So I actually 
really like the background plot that I came up with for my RPG character when we were doing Star Wars. I didn't get to reveal too much of it because it just never went my way. But if I say it on this podcast and anything comes of it, I will know it was stolen. And Disney, I will sue. (laughs) I thought you were worried about me stealing it. (laughs) No, the odds of anybody being interested in it and using it are very low. (laughs) But basically, my RPG character was a infiltration droid that had like the ability to use holograms to cloak itself and like change its appearance as like a human or whatever. And in my story, they used to work for the Empire. They ran away. I'm skipping a whole bunch of stuff, but they became like sort of a disciple of this Jedi who had been excommunicated from the council years before for experimenting with training droids to be Jedi. (laughs) Or trying to. I'm not making that up, Shane. That's canon. <laughs> <laughs> there were these crystal organisms that technically, I think, are not organic because they're crystals, but they were sentient. And he was, I think, combining those with droids because the crystals themselves were capable of being force sensitive. So it wasn't really the droids that were force sensitive, but he was doing that anyway. And then he was, I don't know, I think he was kind of like in favor of droid rights, which I'm in favor of droid rights. They show time and again that these droids have feelings and then they just kill them. (laughs) And so basically my character was one of those droids in disguise as an architect and she was acting as an architect slash bounty hunter occasionally because that's how the story went. But secretly, her long-term goal was to find other like-minded droids and even possibly track down that excommunicated Jedi Council member. I would watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say what I said on a previous podcast. More Sith. That's it. Okay. There can be only two. More Sith. You were right. That is something they have kind of left out a lot. And so I don't know if this will come to pass, but there is talk of a new show, The Acolyte. And it's a Sith story. Yeah. In the High Republic, which is when the Emperor is trying to take over. So pretty interesting. Nice. Sith Wars. Um, it's a book. I want to read it. Sith Wars. I have not read any Star Wars books, actually. I have probably like four or five of them in my in my room, but I haven't read serious? any of them yet. I'm never going to read the books. <laughs> I draw the line. And now 10 years from now, I'll be like, you have to read the books. You don't understand. <laughs> you skipped the Clone Wars book? And I'll still have not watched that second half of the Clone Wars. (laughs) I'll I'll kill you. (laughs) Uh, The rule of two is so stupid. Well, that's and that's the thing about the Sith Wars Mm -hmm. that became that wasn't always the way. Like you read Darth Revan's story. That's all before the rule of two. Good, because it's like so dumb. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know how we'll definitely defeat everyone else. Let's make it so there are only two of us at any given time. So dumb. No, I would love to see something about them before that, you know, when they had, I mean, they had an empire Mm -hmm. and just absolutely. I feel like there's just so much there to be explored or, I mean, I'm sure there is a lot 
to be to be read, but I haven't uh, read those. But I want to see yeah. it. Like I want a movie. Unfortunately, you know, I want like a good Sith movie. Yeah. Unfortunately, the day Disney makes a Sith movie is also the day that Disney will make it rated R. Because <gasps> you even read the books and they get gruesome. No, come on. We we can do it. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> Just got to be creative. Okay, well, our next question is from Connor, and he asks, uh, Favorite Star Wars song? Duel of the Fates? Cantina Band? Battle of the Heroes? Binary Sunset, perhaps? Obviously Cantina Band. <laughs> I have that on a, a record. I actually really like Leia's theme, too. I used to play both of those on my flute. <laughs> I didn't see this on the list earlier that Binary Sunset was on the list, and I was thinking, um, I don't know, what's that one on Tatooine? I think it's that one. So <laughs> I love the music from The Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett, but Mandalorian just a little bit more. I think that that's a great soundtrack. Honestly, every single theme on Star Wars, like musical theme, is a banger. So, <laughs> fun fact: the Mandalorian music almost perfectly pairs with every other Star Wars song. They've tested it, and they blend them together, and it's amazing. Nice. That's just more reasons to like it. Yeah. Let me see that. It's <laughs> fantastic. The next question is, will Republic credits do fine? And the answer is obviously no. We need something more real. Republic credits are no good out here. Don't try your Jedi mind tricks on us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next like. question. <laughs> 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 Which role would you rather play in the Star Wars universe? A political official or their surrogate? Are you talking like Padme versus fake Padme? <laughs> oh, <my doll. laughs> I would much rather be the surrogate. I feel like they're equally likely to be murdered. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> The the official gets to wear fancier clothes. The surrogate gets to do basically whatever they want. Uh, I think the surrogate has more freedom at any end. <laughs> like, well, they can they can leave. They can disappear if they want. Next question: If I just try hard enough, can I be a Jedi? No, I already said if I can't, then no one can. Next. <laughs> uh, you know, she's not wrong. It's rude, but she's not wrong. And it, it well, she's wrong for the reason, though. The reason <laughs> is not, it's not that Jedis aren't real. It's that. That's not the reason? <laughs> no, it's not. It's that Connor simply would not qualify. I was just going to say, you know, I, I wish that I could fly. And sometimes I'm like, maybe if I just try hard enough, I can actually do it. But no, I can't. Okay, so you're saying I've never had a unique experience or thought in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very obvious. Connor steeples his fingers too much. He would clearly be on the dark side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the real reason, actually. Yeah. He, he can't be a Jedi because he would If be anyone upset. was going to be a Jedi here in this room, it would be me. And let me tell you why. <laughs> Shortly after the... Not the Phantom Menace. The next one. The cloney ones. Shortly um, after she insulted a robot. Attack of the Clones. Shortly after Attack of the Clones came out, I was in school. And I was at school and I was up on the stairs. And I saw my cousin at the bottom of the stairs coming up from recess. And I 
put my hand out to wave at him. But as I did that, he fell backwards onto the ground. And I was like, oh my gosh, I accidentally pushed my cousin over with the force. It wasn't the it textbook was, you accidentally threw when you did that It motion. was exactly like that. So I might be a Jedi. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. But would a Jedi push their cousin to the ground? <gasps> I might be force sensitive, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So again, no, you can't because you would not. You, you would be on the dark side. Maybe I could be a gray a gray Jedi. <laughs> Stop! I don't like Shane's face right now. He's just so condescending. <laughs> I know a lot more than I used to. <laughs> When we first started making these Star Wars episodes, I knew nothing <laughs> except for You've like the come movies. So far, I think this next question should be asked to our guests, since it's about Asia and I. Uh oh. The next question is between Tawny and Asia. Who is C three PO and who is R two D two? I already know the answer. I hate this question. <laughs> I hate it, and let me tell you why. This is another example of how. In my normal day-to-day life, I would immediately identify with C-3PO. Yes, of course Asia is C-3PO, obviously. But when compared with Tawny, I unfairly get put into the extroverted sidekick category. And Tawny gets the dignified yet nerdy bumbling fool. You think that together you're R2-D2? Yeah. Okay. I'm all right. Shayan, weigh in. <laughs> Am I wrong? I disagree. Tawny, I mean, I see the technical quick, you know, work on computers person. R2-D2 was really good for all the utility stuff. Like he was quick to jump in and fix something. And I don't know, that, that other part, his attitude, but that's just attitude. Tawny's got plenty of attitude. You know how many bruises I have? Goodness. <laughs> I mean, every time R2-D2 sticking out something, jabbing somebody or electrocuting somebody, that's Tawny right there. See, that's the thing. That's the thing. I feel like, okay, how do I explain this? I feel like you look at R2-D2 and you see extroverted sidekick type. You see Kiri. Um, our other I don't know what but you're talking you about. You get to I completely know R2-D2. And you know he's like sarcastic and it's like, what, Tawny? What? You're C-3PO and I'm R2-D2. Like, just, I'm so confused by your thinking the opposite and it's so, it's so strange to me. <laughs> I was, I was like, surely she's gonna say exactly what I'm well, thinking. Well, I but would, no. I would also call myself C-3PO generally speaking i've always related to him but i just assumed that in our dichotomy i would be given the louder of the two no okay but you you brought kiri into this so let's we're gonna go off on this tangent what was the robot from han solo from solo i don't remember Mm. i saw that movie one time ah man i don't remember i told you bad at names (laughs) i know l7 anyways Yes! That's Carrie. <laughs> okay. Asia, who talks more with R2-D2 and C-3PO? C-3PO. Okay. Uh-huh. uh-huh. There you go. 
But who talks louder? C-3PO. No. I don't think they, one talks significantly louder than Have the other. Have you never heard R2-D2 just screech? Have you never heard me just screech? That's true. That's fair cop. I was talking to Kiri about vocal stimming the other day, and I was reading out the, the different types of it, and she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you do that. And I was like, what? <laughs> She's like, yeah, you'll just walk into the room and be like, ah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I'll send you a recording. Uh, yeah, I think that you're very C-3PO and I'm very r 2 I think we're always going to struggle when we try to create these dichotomies. <laughs> you I didn't think... create it. That was a question. The next question is directed towards Asia and I. Surely you two dichotomy. Wish... <laughs> Surely you two wish you were separated at birth like Luke and Leia. Whose life would you rather live and how would you respond to figuring out the other was your sibling? Well, I would definitely like to have lived Leia's life better because I do not like the heat. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But actually, I don't know. Hmm. Give me a second to think about this. I will say that... Um, in response to figuring that out, I would have been a lot more grossed out that I kissed my sibling. <laughs> I kissed you. Why is that never addressed? No reaction. It's because just, it's one of those things you just want to ignore. You just want to put it behind us. That never. Happened. I don't know. I think Luke probably had a more fun life growing up, even if his life was more poor. You know, he got time to work on his projects, and in Rebels, it does show Leia was already, like, involved in political intrigue and stuff as a teen. Like, mm -hmm. that's pretty stressful. Yeah, I was mainly just thinking about the desert planet that I would not want to <laughs> live on, but other than that, I think I would want to live Luke's mm -hmm. life. So, yeah. Tawny, the second part of that question, though, what if you and I had been separated at birth and then we found out that the other one was our sibling? How do you think that would go? I feel like you would... <laughs> <laughs> you would be like, let's be friends. And I would be like... That's so <laughs> mean. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that's most people. So <laughs> That's most people? Oh, I yeah. mean, that's how you feel about most people. Yeah. So I'm most people. I don't know. I think it'd be interesting because I think that there's a lot of similarities that we have purely because we grew up together. Mm -hmm. um, like a similar knowledge like of references to shows and movies and stuff. But I don't know how similar we are or how well we would get along if we didn't have that common upbringing, you know? I'm, I don't I'm, know. I'm curious. I, I don't think know. we're pretty similar in that... We are both introverted, intuitive, and thinking personalities for and women, which is yeah. not that common. I don't know. It's almost like you guys are related. Yeah, but we're also <laughs> related to Kiri, so. <laughs> yeah, who's nothing like us. But that's the thing, like, I don't know. I'd still probably be friends with Kiri, even though we don't have anything in common other than what we grew up. So knowing. you'd be friends with Kiri, but not me, your long-lost sister. <laughs> Well, at, th at this point, you're both my long-lost sister. That's not in the question. <laughs> no, I think we'd be friends. I just don't know how close we're friends. We're not friends. We're sisters. Now, give me all your money. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing changed. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, okay, so next question. What are your thoughts on Disney's decision to erase the extended universe from the canon while they continue to steal ideas from it? I can see it? how that would be very annoying to the people who knew anything about the extended universe. 
Yep, that's pretty much my same response. I think, I'm not sure, but I think similar things happen in Doctor Who, um, where, like, because there's, there are all kinds of extended stories and and stuff in Doctor Who, and I think sometimes they, a new thing comes out, and you're like, "Mm, didn't that happen? Like, in an audio or something, or a comic book, or, which, I mean, to me, just is a testament to how good of an idea it was. Was the extended universe previously considered canon or not? Ah, I'm really not Then sure. that would be frustrating. I have no power to change it, though, so. <laughs> In my yeah, mind, I, I guess. I, I wasn't paying attention during that time when they started doing all that. But, uh, it's, yeah, it's like Asia was saying. It's, it's good that they're bringing it back because it shows... They had good ideas, and a lot of people want to see this stuff, and they can't do it without Here's it. Here's the so. thing. There's always hope. As a Doctor Who fan, <laughs> there are a couple, I think, non-canon Doctor Who movies that were made, um, at least one starring Peter Cushing. His Doctor is not in the, like, the lineup. He's not counted in, like, oh, this is the 10th Doctor, this is the 11th Doctor, but he played the Doctor. So did um, another actor whose name I can't remember right now. He was the Shada Doctor. Point is, these are like considered non-canon or extra canon. However, in recent seasons, it's been revealed that the Doctor has had all kinds of incarnations that she doesn't even remember. Therefore, it's totally possible that these things that have been non-canon for like decades could be worked into the canon. Alternately, I mean, there was always the alternate universe argument. We've got the example of Marvel, too. Like, how, like, oh, this thing happened in this one, but not this one. And then they're like, oh, well, that's a different universe. And then we have that being incorporated into movies where, like, we just have all the Spider-Mans hang out. So who's to say that it won't somehow be written in? more of this extended universe stuff that it is somehow also canon simultaneously which again rebels uh, did a good job of showing how outside of the box writing can start incorporating things and changing things retroactively yeah i think they've done a good job i mean like you were bringing up other universes they just they've let the movies and the shows get so convoluted and star wars has managed to keep a decent hold on it so yeah it just depends how badly you want those things to be canon or if you'd prefer it all to be nice and clean (laughs) one canon plus a bunch of fan fiction also it's a it's all fake so next question That's why Asia's still trying to push her cousin. <laughs> Do you believe you're susceptible to a Jedi mind trick? Susceptible. Did you not hear me turn down those Republic credits earlier? Obviously not. Probably because I wouldn't even be listening. Shan? I think so. I mean, let's face it. Without training to go against something that strong, what makes me so special that I could resist a Jedi's training? Hmm. I'm pretty sure that it's it's like if you know it's a thing, then you're not really susceptible to it. Next okay. question. Is Plo Koon just wearing a mask or is that really his mouth? Easy to answer. It's a mask. That's canon. Because there's too much oxygen in our human-y atmospheres. Moving along. Next question. Would you bring Captain Solo and the Wookiee to me? No. You're on the dark side. next question what or who would you encounter in the cave of evil on Dagobah I don't remember what that is let me google real quick 
That okay, is when I Luke know. sees Even Vader. I know what that oh, is. Oh, right. Duh. Okay. Who or what? I'd see Tawny. <laughs> and why? <laughs> just out of curiosity, would you see me? Did you hear how you asked that question just now? <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Next question. <laughs> Wait. You didn't answer it. <laughs> and neither did Shayan. Yeah, go ahead, Shayan, if you have one in mind. Honestly, I think the Star Wars movie captures it perfectly. I would see that I was fighting my father, and I cut his head off, and then it'd blow up and be my face. Mm. Creepy oh. as heck. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> does make sense with your personal backstory, Tawny. <laughs> <laughs> I had to write a whole essay on that scene in high school. <laughs> Well, I mean, you already answered it for me. That's why I didn't answer, because obviously it would be you. <laughs> you see me, I'm I see you. not evil. I'm so good. Okay, but if <laughs> I'm so evil, good. the person I'm seeing in that cave is you. Right, so then you chop off my head, and then you see yourself, and you're, and you're like, oh, I am good after all, right after murdering me. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> sure. Anyway... <laughs> What if we just both see Kiri, and then she just de- <laughs> she just defeats both of us in the cave? Of course of she would. I know. <laughs> She's like be Yoda flipping around the cave. Like, all right. Next question: How would you survive Order sixty six? Ah, uh, easy answer. I think it's a highly unutilized solution to many problems in many movies. Which is lay down and play dead. They're not checking the corpses. Move along. They're not Jedi. They can't tell. Wrong. <laughs> Did you see how many late blaster shots they put in a single Jedi? <laughs> like they, that Jedi was gone and they're still just like. <sighs> no, I'm going to lay down and I'm going to use the force to make a little force field around myself. <laughs> and I'll just twitch so they think they hit me. <laughs> Then they leave, and then I get up in disguise forever. <laughs> they collected the lightsabers and burned them so you might not have your lightsaber. I'll make a new one. Peanut gallery. <laughs> Actually, JK, I'm going in hiding. I don't need a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, I think you look at who survives, and it's the ability to perceive the danger coming. And so the, the few that did could sense it coming. So Yeah. How good is your perception? Roll it. <laughs> I will change I only <laughs> my first name. I will go by um, Anna Sanchez, and then nobody will know who I am, which is the Kenobi method. <laughs> also, I will go right back to the home world of my greatest enemy and live there. Perfect plan. Can't wait to see how that's addressed in the, the show. previous question, isn't that where she is now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> How would you survive Order 66? I told you by perception. Yeah. Rolling high on perception. I, I mean, okay. honestly, yeah, I think that I would just be really good at hiding. Cool. So we're all cowards. We're all agreed. <laughs> that, that's how you it survive. survive. <laughs> Yeah, then you true. were surrounded by clone troopers. Like, you needed to get away and regroup. Mm-hmm. I would kill a clone trooper, take his <laughs> uniform, and escape, and then go into hiding. 
Are you satisfied? Yes. Just had to one-up me, didn't you? Hayden Christensen, well, yes, as Anakin Skywalker, <laughs> bad acting, bad writing, bad directing, all of the above, convince me it isn't the best performance in cin- cinema history. Um, I will not, because honestly, if I had to deliver those lines, I don't know if I could do much better. I would blame mostly the writing <laughs> in that scenario. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm scared to answer this one. Because for some, it might be information they don't want to hear. So you might have to bleep this out or listeners might decide to not (laughs) listen to this answer. Asia from the future here. Sorry, there's work going on outside. But if you want to skip what Cheyenne is about to say, if you are extremely strict about spoilers like I am, then skip ahead about two minutes. All right, back to the show. Go on. I do not care for him, but unfortunately, he is getting a second chance. (gasps) Oh, yeah. I know. He's coming back. I know. I'm kind of excited. And in multiple- I did not know that, and I kind of wish you didn't tell me. (laughs) Multiple different shows might have him, because we have multiple shows coming out that- I actually am very excited about that, because I think he was a little sad that they didn't ask him to voice Anakin in the Clone Wars. And and I think he could have done perfectly a perfectly fine job voicing Anakin. I mean, to be fair, the voice actor for Ahsoka is not Ahsoka in Mando. Yeah, but that makes a lot more sense. She's a voice actor. She doesn't look like her. <laughs> he looks exactly like him because he is him. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. But uh, I think, honestly, all of the above, bad acting, bad writing, bad I directing. I don't think he was the best actor, but he was so young. When he was playing that role, like I didn't realize how young he was playing that role for one thing, which totally reinformed my perception of his acting. The lines were incredibly hard to deliver in a convincing way. Like it would have taken yeah. some serious chops. True. Although I, I feel like maybe that's like the least of it. I still don't think there was great acting involved. But yeah, um, writing and well, directing can make what? a huge difference in what like an actor is even like capable of doing. Mm-hmm. He's had like what 10 years for training <laughs> hopefully he went to some acting school and we'll see him be a knockout for the next one and hopefully it's you know better writing um Cheyenne Cheyenne I hate to do this to you but it's been more like 20 years god um, <laughs> oh no <sighs> <sighs> my life midlife crisis Flash 17 is closer to 20 Flash before me eyes Next question. As a whole, which form of media do you believe tells the best Star Wars stories, provides the best template? Film, series, novel, or comic? Series. The end. Series. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Wait. Actually, let me just say I haven't read any of the novels. I mean, I already said that, but so I don't don't really know, but I like, I do like having the visuals and I do think- Mm What I've seen in recent times as far as a series, I really like and think it it gives so much more time to build like a good story. I haven't read the novels. I have kind of dabbled in the comics and they're pretty good. And I, I mean, I like comics. I'm a big comics fan, so maybe I'm biased. But I said a long time ago after watching The Mandalorian that I think Star Wars might work better as a show than it does as movies. Because you can flesh things out. You can take more time. There are more chances. Like, Boba Fett 
is a good example. If the first few episodes of Boba Fett were the movie, I would be like, this stinks. But then it it came around. So overall, I would say, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was worth watching. But I I just feel like I get more out of Star Wars when it's in a show. Like Clone Wars, Rebels, Mandalorian, Boba Fett, all to me just fit the story they're trying to tell more than an, any individual movie necessarily does. I mean, like, Star Wars A New Hope, great, fantastic, groundbreaking. They're good movies. They're all good movies, Brent. But <laughs> with the stories that they were trying to tell in the with the last few movies, those would have been so much better told if they were making a series. It was just too much that they were trying to cram yeah, in. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. That's why it was such a bad pace. There was so much to mm-hmm. tell, and they just kept jumping around and making assumptions, basically. Like, eh, I'll catch up. But I really liked the pace of the series a lot better. I well, think. I think yeah. a big problem is in three different trilogies... You've had to character build all over again. Mm-hmm. And so you've wasted a bunch of movie time. And we had to do it several times. Mm-hmm. So it's like with the TV show, you get that chance. Your character building, build up to the big finale, and you get that whole picture. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of people's issue with Ray was that she was just like all of a sudden a Jedi. Like, what? Like yeah. <laughs> no training. Yeah. Just- I mean, she did have training, but it just, like, it kind of goes unseen. There's, yeah. like, time, a lot of time that passes that you're not really aware of. And, like, that's what we want to see. We want to see the development. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Nothing like good character development, man. Okay, let's keep going, because we could go on with this forever. Okay. If you were a Jedi, a member of the Council even, and you fell in love with someone, how would you really respond to those feelings? Would you step down and lead a normal life to be with them? Could you successfully live your life as a Jedi without them? Perhaps you would fall even more into your duties in an attempt to quell your feelings. Well, I feel like I know what Tawny would do. I, I, I feel I like I know what Shane would do. Say, I think we all know what I would do. <laughs> but uh, go on. <laughs> oh, I think you would quell your feelings. <laughs> Indeed. And Shane, and I'm not sure, but I feel like you're pretty duty-bound. I don't know. <laughs> yes, but how does that affect? Let's hear this. I feel like it depends on where your status and responsibilities lie within the Jedi community. Okay, fair. It does. It depends how far you let the relationship go. But I feel like I'd just be the next Anakin. Like, I'm going to try and hold on to both worlds. I feel similarly about myself. It is hard for me to imagine falling in love with somebody enough to do that just based on my personal life experience. (laughs) Because, you know, if being a Jedi is super important to me, but I see how temporary a lot of relationships are. However, if I really, really did fall in love with somebody to that degree, I would probably try to do what I could to make it work both ways. (laughs) Quell, quell, quell. <laughs> Tawny's on team quell. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I guess with just my life experience, it seems, like you said, like, it's, it's hard to imagine being in love with someone enough to give up being a Jedi. I might give up being a Jedi to a degree in that I might not be so involved in the mainstream Jedi community. Because <laughs> I know that... 
there were some Jedi who were not living up to those rules 100%. And maybe that would end up being me. I just kind of a rogue Jedi, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe I would protest. I'm like, these rules aren't fair. We're human beings. We're, we're sentient beings. <laughs> All right, next question. Are you half-witted, scruffy-looking, or a nerf herder? Why are these the only options? <laughs> Answer I'm the question. I'm going to go scruffy-looking. I was going to say scruffy-looking, too. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> I was going to say scruffy-looking or a nerf herder. You're not scruffy-looking. I'm a nerf herder, then. You're a nerf herder. What is a nerf herder? A herder of nerfs. Yeah, she herds the nerfs, don't you know? Get nerfed. Yeah. What's a nerf? You. <laughs> nerf <with> nothing. <laughs> All right. In your opinion, what are the MBTI types of the general Star Wars casts? Are you Luke, Leia, oh, yeah, that's a Haunt, quick question to Anakin, Obi-Wan, Padme, Sidious, Yoda? Maybe we can answer that one in a follow-up podcast. On Like, I would like to dive into that a little bit more. Oh, gosh. Um... Okay, hold on. Sorry, I just looked up nerfs. <laughs> they they kind of look like buffalo, and it reminded me of one of my favorite quotes from Star Wars, which is when she calls him that. Why you stuck up half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder, and his reply is, who's scruffy-looking? <laughs> Classic. <laughs> really? <laughs> but you didn't include stuck up. Tawny, new answer for it's you. It's not part of the question. It's part of the quote, though. All right. Well, you would be stuck up then. All right. <laughs> More than scruffy looking? <laughs> Describe Star Wars if it's directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Okay. In M. Night Shyamalan's version of Star Wars, the whole time you think that the main character is fighting his greatest enemy and he's just this evil guy, has nothing to do with him. And then this big twist where it turns out it was his dad the whole time. Oh, wait. <laughs> I feel like this is done before. That's probably where M. Night Shyamalan got his, his whole thing in the first place. He was probably inspired by that twist. He probably saw the movie as a kid, and he was like, oh, all of my movies from now on will have an I am your father moment. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to ask the next question? Sure. Connor asks this racist question. Why is Kiri Adimundi's head shaped the way it is? Because he's a pancake. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> Would you would you like to see a picture? Do you Yes. Okay. Yes. It's a it's this guy. <laughs> That looks nothing like a pancake. <laughs> it turns to the side a little bit. You know. Mm. No, he's more like a... He looks like a knee. He's a cone head. Okay, it did not occur to me that they were capable of growing hair and that he was just bald there. Until just now, and I saw this panel from a comic, and it has, like, some women in it, and they have hair all over that head. It's just a point, just pointy heads covered in Somebody hair. Somebody was just a fan of cone heads. That was their childhood. Yeah. It really looks like a knee or an elbow. We are no longer the Jedi Knights who say knee. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 did lead to the adaption of this skull being shaped this way? Do you think it was just like how they attracted a mate, like peacock feathers? Yeah. Just like this head. longer the taller your skull is. Yeah. Do you think they have psychic abilities with giant brains? I would hope so. There's gotta be some benefit. 
Do you think they, like, fight each other like goats? Does he have extra, like, psychic abilities with the Force? Like, communication? Yeah, well, I, you know, like, how you can, with the Force, like, sense presence or kind of, like... Like a radio tower? Yeah. Get. <laughs> extra heightened force happening from his head. The peanut gallery says, I think in Legends he had five wives for repopulation purposes, which I, for some reason I heard that recently too. So and maybe he had a particularly tall head. Five wives. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. Seriously, does Liberty exclusively die with thunderous applause? Um, Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Asia. What? We're not sponsored. <laughs> Liberty is free, Tawny. <laughs> Liberty exclusively die with thunderous applause. Um, I'd say probably because like when Liberty's dying, the new leader's probably going to make you clap. So also it's usually like a pretty good way to kill off the Liberty by tricking everybody into being happy about it. They're like, yay, we didn't think this through. <laughs> yeah, that backfired. <laughs> Uh, next question sounds silly, but why do you like Star Wars and what got you into it? I hate Star Wars. Uh, not really <laughs> sure why I'm doing this. <laughs> okay. Um, although I do like Star Trek better. Cough. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm going to let somebody actually answer this question before I. Uh, for me, it's just because I've been watching Star Wars since I was a little kid. And so there was a nostalgia aspect of it. I mean, I wasn't like super huge into it. And honestly, I preferred the Ewok spinoff movies because I was a little tiny kid. But it was just so ingrained in like my brain because I saw them at a young age. I didn't really understand what was going on too much. But then I was still a kid when the prequels came out. And that was very exciting. And I was just the right age to think they were fantastic movies. And <laughs> over the last few years, I've just had a lot more time to watch more of the shows. And I think also, in a way, because it, the new movies were being so heavily criticized, I reacted by doubling down. Because <laughs> you do everything out of spite. It just, it was just so annoying. I've already talked about it on this podcast, but like, it was just so annoying that, like, please remember that these are kids movies about space wizards thank you <laughs> um <laughs> and they're fun and they're supposed to be fun and the second they stop being fun is the second you should probably like examine your life and do something else agreed um i thought of why like why i like star wars and what got me into it is you know also as a kid same thing, like, saw the uh, first three, one through three, and, you know, for a kid, perfectly fine movies. And I have just always been a big fan of sci-fi in general and, like, made-up creatures and, like, different worlds, basically. And it was just kind of a perfect fit for someone like me who, who likes that kind of thing. You do like creatures. Yeah. <laughs> I like having total different worlds being built and exploring that and just seeing all the different uh, ideas that come to life when it, I like that would be such a cool job for me to have is to do like creature design. Like that's, that's a dream job of mine. And I just, I don't know. I really like science fiction in general, although it's a little bit more on the fantasy side. I like <laughs> both. So not any like super deep reason other than just like, it's fun. It's 
it suits me and the things that I enjoy as far as entertainment goes. Chan. I mean, Tony's got a lot of good points. You're in space. You got creatures. Oh, yeah. Sci-fi. I forgot about And laser swords. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to have a laser sword? And it's funny because some of my friends have actually had this argument. Is it really a laser? I'm like, if they... They said it. It's a laser sword. Okay. Yeah. I don't know the science. You figured that out. <laughs> but yeah, my parents were watching it. I was a kid. They were into it. So you get hyped up. Pogs. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. That was part of my like introduction to Star Wars was my dad's pogs. Oh. <laughs> You're old. Let Chan finish. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> and... uh the youngest one of these three. <laughs> playing games when they started creating the games. Some of the best games. Rogue Squadron, the original. I mean, one of the best flight sim games. Pod racing. KOTOR. <laughs> Not pod racing. <laughs> That's games. what we had. Uh, pod racing game. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with pog racing. <laughs> and then KOTOR and KOTOR 2. Like the ability to choose your story mm -hmm. and the part of the force that you're in and how the story ends was so deep. Like you connected with your sidekicks. Some of them stayed with you and some of them left you. I mean, we have other games that are like that, but it involved you in a universe that already has a movie and it just really drew you in. Cool. Honestly, for me, a big part of it was the big emotional moments. Luke's revelation that Darth Vader is his father. The whole Mustafar scene with Anakin and Obi-Wan devastated me. I was like in black, wearing all black and in mourning at school the next day. And oh my gosh, what's the other one? I had three in my head. Anyway, those are like the two main ones. <laughs> and... I think especially as a kid and a teenager, like those moments were just so emotionally resonant that like, it's really hard for me to explain. I just get really attached to anything that makes me feel feelings that strongly, probably because it's kind of rare. <laughs> like tragedy, so sad, my babies. <laughs> it's part of what they did right. Mm -hmm. They got you involved. They got you attached. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, next question. How would you go about arresting Palpatine? Would you imitate Mace Windu? You know, I don't know about leaving Anakin out of it, but when you get there and you see that he's already resisted, killed several Jedi, what else are you going to do? You got to take him out. There's no holding this guy. You're going to put him in a cell? Who's going to guard this guy? I don't know about the decision to leave Anakin behind. Maybe that would have helped to have him see mm -hmm. what he's doing. You know, he walked in and all he sees is Mace about to strike him down. Yeah. I would have just like thrown Anakin out the window <laughs> because he'd survive, but he'd get out of that situation, you know? And then I'd take care of Palpatine. Bam, done. Story ended. I could. World I saved. would not. I do not have the hubris to honestly answer this question. I don't know what I would do in that moment. I would be against two Sith Lords. I don't think I will realistically come up with a solution in that moment. I just want to throw out a testament that Mace did what Yoda could not. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was epic. Just an epic Testified. moment right there. I mean, 
Yoda's pretty cautious, I would say. Next question. What happens after you die in Star Wars? Of course, Force-sensitive people can potentially become one with it and retain some semblance of consciousness, but what about everyone else? I'm pretty sure that they become one with the Force, but they do not have consciousness. That is my understanding. Like, they just become Force energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Force is all around. Force is everything. I mean, they just don't have their individuality. Does everybody agree? We have to hurt. Sure. <laughs> okay. Next question. Did Hayden Christensen really die on Mustafar in order to fulfill his role as Anakin? If so, what dedication? I haven't seen him since. That's ridiculous. The movie Jumper came out and he was terrible in it. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Jumper? I don't remember that. I know I was just defending his acting, but really... I do not remember his acting being very good in that movie. However, Jamie Bell was in that movie, which is what kind of saved it for me. Yeah, I love Jamie Bell. All right. Hayden, don't worry, though. I still have faith in you. I know you can do it. (laughs) In case you've never been asked before, who is your favorite Star Wars character and why is it Jar Jar Binks? (laughs) Because my nickname growing up was Jar Jar. That's a pretty good reason. I'm pretty sure we've answered this question before, who our favorite Star Wars characters are. But... Tawny, why is your favorite character Jar Jar Binks? We should pretend that's the question. <laughs> uh, my favorite character is Jar Jar Binks because I still have faith that he's a Sith Lord. Yes, that's a yes. good reason. Darth Shay, Jar Jar. <laughs> Darth Jar Jar needs to happen. Have you seen the renditions? Oh my gosh, they're amazing. No, send those to us later. I will have to. All right, now we have a few questions from Zach. One, is Kylo Ren the best Disney princess or what? No. The best Disney princess is Cusco. (laughs) True. You know, (laughs) yes. Just yes. (laughs) Uh, Is Grogu's species ever going to be revealed in Star Wars canon? What, am I psychic? No. (laughs) It's part of the mystery. You would lose the mystery if you knew. Aren't they frogs? (laughs) (laughs) That would make them a cannibal, wouldn't it? Have you met frogs? <laughs> Are they cannibals? I, I don't know. I assume so. Look at them. They're weird. Oh, uh, I love the little frogs that have like, they're just all like chubby and have like little butts. And you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> don't all frogs have little butts? <laughs> but like chubby. Like, have you seen the little oh, squishy? They got frogs. little cake. Uh-huh. I saw a gecko eat another gecko one time and I'm just lumping them in with that. Mm. Behavior. All right. What happened to all the Bothans mentioned in episode four? Where were they in Rogue One? Oh, good question. I don't know <laughs> enough about this. I'm Googling at so, the moment. Here's something that might help us, but it's still a ways out. They're coming out with the Andor series, which is the story of Cassian Andor from Rogue One, mm. the pilot. And maybe we will find out. Cool. I like um, Cassian. He actually is one of my favorite characters. Our last question. Can I guest star as a Star Wars nerd? Well, it's a bit late. <laughs> not not this year, but I think he would be a great guest next year. <laughs> okay. Well, that'll be our, our Zach Attack episode. <laughs> okay. Very last thing before we wrap up is we have some fun facts listed from our peanut gallery. I will just read them for you. Fun facts. The blanket Yoda uses in ESB is actually Qui-Gon's Jedi robes. Didn't know that. Number two, Briha Organa, Queen of Alderaan, has cybernetic heart and lungs. 
Next fact, there were Jedi during the High Republic called Wayseekers who were guided by the Force exclusively and did not take orders from the Council, so they might be the closest thing to Grey Jedi. That's what I want to be. Next fact, also in the High Republic books, there are Force abilities that films and shows don't have. Ergo, Force empathy and flying two ships at once using the Force. That'd be cool in an RPG. Next one, Obi-Wan's lightsaber is orange for a scene in one of the novels. Ooh. Next one, Captain Phasma's armor was made from a Nabooan ship. Does look like it. And last fact, Bosk has a sister who he thought he had eaten at birth, but she survived. Oh my gosh. How did she survive being <laughs> That was a good fact to end on. <laughs> he didn't eat the whole egg. <laughs> That'll teach you to finish your meal. <laughs> That's the real reason. All right. This is probably going to be our longest episode ever. It's worth it. It's Star Wars. It's it's a special episode. So, yeah. And I, for one, am grateful that we got so many questions instead of the opposite which is a worse problem when we don't have enough questions. So everybody who's listening, please send in questions. They do not have to be about Star Wars because this is just our annual Star Wars episode. We also like to answer questions about science and relationships and psychology and Myers-Briggs and random stuff. Send in your jokes, send in your songs, send in your writing, whatever you want. We're we're a potpourri kind of podcast. Potpourri? Potpourri. Potpourri. No, you're potpourri. <laughs> We're a poopery kind of podcast. Poopery. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, thank you for listening. Thank you to Shayan for joining us. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to support the pod, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash mostly rational. And even better than that, though, is reviewing and sharing the podcast with your friends. We're Mostly Rational on Twitter and Mostly Rational Podcast on Instagram. And you can submit questions through our website, mostlyrationalpodcast.com, or email us at mostlyrationalpod at gmail.com. Feel free to share, just like Asia said, jokes, stories, music, whatever you want. We wanna we want to share what you share. <laughs> Let us help you help us help you help us help you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's all, folks. Thanks for listening. Adios. Okay, we gotta stop. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta stop. <laughs>